are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Appreciate everybody listening into the podcast today because not only are we doing a podcast, but we're also doing a live Periscope here on my Twitter account at BuzzJohnNeighbors. So we're going to get some people involved on this and see if we have any fun questions or comments and also uh, amazing uh, insults that could be uh, hoarded towards my new haircut and and all the terribleness that goes along with it. So anyways, appreciate everybody that's uh, watching in and, and, and looking in and uh, sorry for the shock value that it is with uh, this terribleness that's you call my haircut. But anyways, folks, it's been a uh, it's been a great day. I had a lot of fun today on this radio show and with Kyle Deckelbaum that joined me. And, you know, we, of course, reacted a lot to the news of Arkansas and Missouri getting postponed in this game in the game against uh, and that's supposed to be down in Fayetteville or excuse me, man, I'm getting messed up. Columbia, Missouri. That game was got postponed. We don't know the date of it as far as if it's supposed to be December 12th or 19th or anything like that. We do know that uh, Arkansas and Alabama are scheduled for December 5th at this point in time. And it's just kind of a a lot of things that are up in the air uh, dealing with this. So it's kind of unfortunate because we don't really get to talk about a game or really look like uh, really look like anything that Arkansas will have to go up against this weekend, maybe get better, maybe work on some things and get everybody healthy and all that fun stuff. But it's unfortunate that we're not going to be able to have – Uh, any fun with that but I will say this and this is where uh, obviously Thanksgiving weekend coming into play uh, this week I kind of wanted to use a podcast just like I did last year and looking at it in the most corny and cliche way of you know things I'm thankful for when it comes to the Razorback Athletic Department because last year the reason I did that was because things were so egregiously bad for Razorback football that I felt like it was necessary to have some sort of positive type of uh, look at the Razorback Athletic Department in some form. And now things have gotten crazy, as we know, with COVID and all those things. But I think it's important to do because it was a big success last year, and I know a lot of you appreciated it. So I wanted to do it again this year and talking about some of the things that I'm thankful for in the Razorback Athletic Department because there's a lot. There's a lot to choose from when it comes to that. So first off, I am thankful for Sam Pittman. I think everybody is. I think every Razorback fan is extremely thankful for Sam Pittman. What Sam Pittman has been able to do in this football program in such a short period of time with so many things that went up against him, whether it was uh, not having spring practice or really a uh, summer workouts as much as they wanted to, Uh, not having uh, a few of the players that he recruited or didn't recruit that are in the roster. Like, everyone picked against you. You given the toughest schedule in all of college football history. Like, all these things were going against you, and yet here you are sitting uh, in a position to really make some noise in the SEC, not only this year, but going forward. You could play spoiler to Alabama. Don't think it's going to happen, but still, what you've been able to do and accomplish in just a short period of time was nothing short of amazing. And I think the reason that I'm thankful for him is because he instilled a a new pride into Arkansas football. 
uh, pride that had been missing for quite some time. Even under Brett Bielma, there wasn't really a lot of pride in the program. It was more like, uh, you know, kind of doing a, a pride thing from Brett Bielma's own perspective. Like he was the one that was really driving force behind, you know, oh, well, I'm, it's about me. It's about me. It's about what I do. It's not about this program here at Arkansas. You know, it's about I'm, what I do as Brett Bielma. And so I think the, the pride of the program kind of fell short a lot of cases. But the thing about Sam Pittman is that when he, comes, when he came into Arkansas, he said that he, well, this was the best job in the country and that this was his dream job. And this was something that he wanted and had wanted for a long time. And when I remember him saying that in that press conference, I thought back and I was like, you know, every coach says that. Like, every coach is going to come out and say, well, this is my dream job. This is, will be my final job. This is going to be where we build championships and, you know, all that crap to get the, the fan base and the donors piped up and, and justify the hiring process of, uh, of whatever coach it was with the board of trustees and everything. But the thing is, is that the more and more you've heard from Sam Pittman and some of the things that he's just said and talked about, the more that it's been easier for Razorback fans to truly buy in to the fact that this is his dream job. He does love Arkansas. He loves the Razorbacks. He loves the Razorback program. And once it's done here, he's done coaching and he's going to go and retire. All those are facts. I don't see Sam Pittman leaving for if he has high level success. Like say if he goes out and is able to compete for an SEC West title or even win the SEC or something like that. And then Alabama opens up because Nick Saban finally retires. If Alabama comes calling Sam Pittman, I don't think Sam Pittman's leaving. Like that's how strongly I feel about how he is as a coach and how, how much he loves it here. Now he's still early going in his career at Arkansas and he has a lot of time to either screw it up or to not have the success that he's wanting to or to make Razorback fans upset, whatever it is. Like, he's got time to do that. But right now, there is no doubt that what he is accomplishing is really getting everybody on board with him and with the program and how he's doing it. That's something that's rare. That's something that is – it's like a nice comforting feeling to have if you're a Razorback fan to know that your coach – with everything going along with it, no matter how good he is, no matter how good he ends up being, he's not going to leave you. Like, can you say that really about any other coaches, any other programs? I mean, it's very few, very few coaches can have that. And at a place like Arkansas, coaches just don't leave. Like Nick's, if you want to look back in the history, as far as the major sports, like Eddie Sutton was really the only coach that left for a quote, better job. Like that was it. Everybody else either got fired or resigned or moved on or whatnot, but nobody ever left for better jobs because they had such high success at Arkansas that they wanted to continue the success at a, quote, bigger program. Like, that just didn't happen. And I think it's the same way with Sam Pittman. Sam Pittman's in here for the long haul. And I'm hopeful, just like many of you, is that he's able to continue to build on the success that he's had continue to be that coach that he claims to be and continue to be the guy that everyone looks towards and using him as kind of the model coach of success at a program like Arkansas. They don't always go for the flash, 
Don't go for the guys that are, you know, big on funny on social media. You know, don't go for the guys that have cute little cliches. Go for the guys that are football coaches, that know football, that know people, that know players, that have great relationships, and that everybody wants to be around. Go for those coaches. Get those guys. There needs to be more of those in college football. And so I think he has set the standard there. And I'm thankful for that. Because in a way, in a way, he saved the Razorback football program. It was treading water among programs that like you've never even seen. It was this close, just this close, for Arkansas spiraling into a situation of irrelevancy when it comes to college football that would be of the likes of like the Kansases of the world. Like it was this close. But Sam Pittman was the guy to take over, the right guy to get it back on track, to get them a competitive again, and to make this state proud of their program once again. That's tough to do. And it's tough to do in a small sample size and in a small period of time. But Sam Pittman was able to because he knows this program, he loves this program, and he knows how to win at this program. And that is a coach that you need to hold on to. And that is a coach that I'm thankful for here at the University of Arkansas. We'll talk about somebody else that I am thankful for at the University of Arkansas Athletic Department here in just a bit. But first, you guys need to chill, right? Thanksgiving holiday is coming up. And a lot of times, as great as it can be to be around with family and food and football and all that fun stuff, it can be kind of stressful. This was an election season. You're going to be around the Thanksgiving table and all of a sudden politics are going to come up. Problematic, stressful, if you will. But there's a way out. Maybe not out of your family or out of the conversation, but a way out of the stress. And that's Coors Light. It's the beer that is made to chill. There is no better beer around that is made to chill than Coors Light. Not only does it have the cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaging that all great beers should have, it's literally made to chill. And, and it's something that you can drink no matter what you're doing, whether it's football whether it's chilling on your recliner or Barca lounger, which somebody told me. I didn't know that was a thing, but apparently it is. It, no matter what you're doing, Coors Light is the beer that made is made to chill. That's the one I always reach for because it's literally made to chill. So when you need to hit the reset button, reach for that Coors Light, and you can get it in the new delivered package straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. <laughs> Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, now the next person that I would say I'm very thankful for when it comes to Razorback athletics and the Thanksgiving and all that fun stuff is Eric Musselman. And the reason that I'm thankful for Eric Musselman is because we got to see a sample of what he could do in year one with the program that he inherited under Mike Anderson. Unfortunately, we didn't get to see the entire season, but we got to see uh, the at least the majority of what he was trying to accomplish and like how he's trying to make it work and all that stuff. And the thing is, is that Arkansas basketball under Mike Anderson was never a bad program. It was never a laughing stock, but it also wasn't where it needed to be. Arkansas basketball is a top 20 program in the country. It is, which is crazy. Think about that. Everyone believes that. Everyone, if you go to CBS, ESPN, everyone believes that Arkansas is a top 20 college basketball program of all time, and they haven't even been to the Sweet 16 since 1996. 
How many other programs do you know that are in there on that list? If you go and check them out that haven't been to a sweet 16 since 1996, yet they're still in that running. They're still in that conversation. That's how respectable the Razorback basketball program is. And Eric Musselman understands that. He understands that Arkansas is a basketball program that didn't just get lucky with one Hall of Fame coach. They're a program that understands how to be successful, highly, highly successful in basketball. Not only do you have a great support system, you have amazing in-state recruiting. Like, year after year, if you just got every kid, high-level kid from the state of Arkansas in every recruiting class, Arkansas would be competing for Sweet 16s every year. I mean, the talent that comes through this state is nothing short of incredible. So, all that, is, all that put into perspective. Add this into the mix. And this is something that doesn't get talked about enough, which, Razorback fans, you don't get enough credit in this. Razorback fans, basketball fans, are extremely intelligent. They understand the game of basketball. If you go to Bud Walton Arena when it's packed, not during COVID, but if you go there to those games, those fans aren't just there to watch the game. They're there to be involved in the game. They're as much of a, and as big of a part of that atmosphere and in that game as anything. And they know it. They know how basketball is played. They know bad calls. They know right calls. They know at the time where they need to get into it. They know when they need to get out of it. And you don't need the marketing department to, you know, have a person holding up a sign that says, hey, everybody, cheer. Like, they understand the game. And for somebody like Eric Musselman, who is a highly intelligent basketball coach, that is something that needed to be installed into Arkansas basketball for a long time. And he has finally done it. And he's working towards it. He didn't, I don't think Eric Musselman would have just taken any job leaving Nevada. He's been everywhere. He's been at every level and an NBA, D League, G League, you know, whatever. It's just, he's been at everywhere. And he chose Arkansas. And not only did he choose it, when the opportunity rose, he leapt at it and he wanted it so badly. He didn't want to do anything to have this job because great coaches recognize great programs and that's what this is that's what Arkansas has they just haven't been there in a long time but Eric Musselman knows that he has the ability and the recruiting tactics and the assistant coaches and all the smarts to be able to take Arkansas back to being that big time basketball program that everybody wants to have back he gets it he just gets it and we actually talked with Chuck Barrett, the voice of the Razorbacks, today on my show. And one of the things he said is that under Eric Musselman, Razorback basketball is going to start getting talked about in the same ways that Razorback baseball gets talked about. Because here very shortly, it's going to be very, very good. And if you continue to build and you continue to grow and your recruiting continues to be amazing, guess what? You end up being that program that everybody remembers by Arkansas. And all of those things, all of those things, putting it into perspective, you know that Eric Musselman gets it. And he knows how to do it. And if you got a coach that gets it and knows how to do it and is able to execute it, which is the biggest key, you're going to be a program that's going to be at the top every single year in the hunt for national championships. Maybe not winning them, because that's really hard to do, but in the hunt for them. 
That's what Arkansas basketball is, and Eric Musselman knows it, and he knows how to get there. I'm thankful for Eric Musselman being able to understand that and be a coach that can put Arkansas back on the map of national competitiveness and national relevancy in the basketball program where they need and deserve to be. Because, fans, you deserve it. I deserve it. We all deserve it. Now it's just going out and doing it. So I'm thankful for Eric Musselman and the Razorback basketball program that he's trying to build. We'll get to the final segment of the podcast and also give my final person who I am thankful for in the Razorback athletic program. But first, we're hitting this point in time where during our work weeks with the days not being so long, the sun's not so out as much, we kind of hit a wall mentally and physically. We get to a point where we're just sitting there and saying, you know, I don't know if I can make it through the week. Get to Wednesday. Luckily, it's a holiday season, but normally on a work week, you're like, man, Wednesday, this sucks. I don't know how to break through this. Luckily for you, Built Go is an option that you can really help yourself bust through that wall mentally and physically. It's like the five-hour energy drinks that maybe some of you drink. The only difference is that this one's actually healthier, and you don't have that really tough crash at the end of it. It lasts for a long time, and it is great for workouts. It's great for going to work. It's great for if you want to stay up all night and have an all-night bender with your bowels. It's the greatest thing ever, and this is a special offer for all of you. I use it myself, and it's incredible. It's easy. It tastes good, and it works. That's the most important thing. So if you visit BuiltGo.com, use promo code LOCKED, you'll get 20% off your next order. 20%. Doesn't matter how much you order. You can order the whole freaking store if you wanted to. If you use promo code LOCKED, you'll get 20% off at BuiltGo.com. Again, 20% off BuiltGo.com. Use promo code LOCKED. Let's go. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, the final segment here on uh, the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. So we've talked about people that I'm thankful for, mentioned Sam Pittman, and mentioned Eric Musselman. Now, there's a lot to choose from when I come to who I could thank. And honestly, I'm just doing three kind of to make the segments a little easier. Uh, And some of you probably say, well, you should be thankful for Dave Van Horn, which I am. And you should be thankful for Mike Neighbors, which I am, and the job he's doing, as well as a lot of other coaches in the athletic department. But I feel like this needs special recognition to somebody who is responsible for a lot of the successes that are going on in the Razorback Athletic Program, and that is the AD, the athletic director, Hunter Yurichek. Now, coaches coach. They're the reason for success, and they're the reason that they're able to win games and win games at a high level. Like They're the ones that are doing the, the grunt work. We all know that. We all understand that. But Hunter Yurichek deserves a lot of credit. Not because of him just coming in and and changing everything in the U of A and doing everything perfectly and now everything's going well. Like There's been some bumps and bruises and there's been some things that maybe some of us have disagreed with, whatever it may be. But the thing about Hunter Juracek is that he has been the breath of fresh air that you needed after 10 plus years of Jeff Long where you felt like you had no voice. You felt like the common fan didn't matter. You felt like you're, no matter where you were sitting, if you didn't have Gucci row seats, you were just there as a part of it. Like, you know, nobody cared. You're just a number. In athletic departments, that's pretty common, unfortunately. But the thing about Hunter Juracek and what he's been able to do is that he's been able to 
understand Razorback fans and their wants. He's been able to understand that, you know, this isn't about me. This isn't about me and my exposure and my attention and my promotion. Like, this isn't about me. This is about the University of Arkansas and the athletic department doing the best job. And when they get wronged or when I don't like something, I don't roll over, tuck tail, and run. I face it. I face the SEC officiating. I face the SEC administration. I face people and I say, I don't like this. The fans don't like this, and we deserve better than this. You have somebody that will actually fight for you. Someone that actually believes in winning. Winning, number one. Like, that's the priority. Not how much money you make. Not worrying about how you, know, how you look to the public. Not worrying about if your Twitter account is on fire. None of that stupid stuff that doesn't matter. Hunter Yurchek has at least shown to me in his short time being in Arkansas that he's a coach that actually cares about winning and winning at a high clip and winning at a high level. And as an athletic director in this business, that's pretty rare. You don't see that very often. And so I think kudos and credit need to be given to him because a lot of people don't really give him the respect that he deserves, or at least the credit that he deserves. Um, is he perfect? No. Is he going to make mistakes? Of course. All ADs do. Even the great Frank Broyles, as amazing as he was, he made mistakes. But I am thankful for Hunter Juracek and understanding Razorback fans' wants and needs. I appreciate Hunter Juracek, and I'm thankful for the fact that he wants to win. That's all he wants to do. The other stuff will come with winning. Money will come with winning. Attention will come with winning. Promotion will come with winning. All that will come with winning. He gets it. And I'm thankful for that. Because the last guy, not so much. Appreciate everybody listening into the Locked on Razor Max podcast tonight. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 